everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Water, Wind, Wine Ministries. This week I would like to talk to you about a verse from Isaiah. Turn with me in your Bibles to Isaiah 50, verses 10 and 11. Who among you fears the Lord, who obeys the voice of his servant, who walks in darkness and has no light? Let him trust in the name of the Lord and rely upon his God. Look, all you who kindle a fire, who encircle yourselves with sparks, walk in the light of your fire and in the sparks you have kindled. This you shall have from my hand, you shall lie down in torment. The first verse that I read, Isaiah 50, 10, sounds really good because we are those, Christians, are those who fear the Lord, who follow the voice of his servant, Jesus. And then it turns and it says, what about those who walk in darkness, the people who don't know? The advice is the same for both of them. It says to trust in the Lord. Isaiah 50, verse 10, section B, says to trust in the Lord. That's the advice for people who already listen to God and for people who walk in darkness. That's the advice. I'm going to get to that in just a second. But the second half that I read in Isaiah 50, verse 11, talks about walking in the sparks, in the fire that you have made, in the sparks that you have kindled. What does that mean? It says that you will lie down in torment and that you get that from God's hand. What does that mean? Here's what it means. This is a really astounding verse, actually. When we are in a situation where we have no light, when we don't really understand what's going on in the situation, we tend not to trust in God. And I'm going to get to how we actually trust in God in just a second. Not just this arbitrary, I'm going to trust in God. It's actually an action that we take when we trust in God. But I'm going to get to that in a second. What we do when we are in darkness about something, when we don't know about something, is we typically tend to speak out of our own understanding. And when we speak out of our own understanding, we speak from a position of darkness. We speak about things that we do not understand. And what happens is we create sparks and a little fire. Okay, remember in James, turn with me now to James chapter three, verse six. James three, six says, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire by hell. What we find is this verse in Isaiah about kindling our own fire and surrounding ourselves with sparks is exactly what God outlines for us that happens in James. When we speak of something that we don't understand, we're actually setting a fire and creating sparks. Now, the Hebrew word for sparks in Isaiah chapter 50 verse 11 is zikoth, and that means firebrands, arrows, and fetters or chains like handcuffs. That's what it means. Zikoth in Hebrew means firebrands, like a firebrand, like you brand a cow, arrows that you shoot, or chains, fetters, okay? And then the word fire is the word esh in Hebrew, and it means supernatural fire. Now, it doesn't always refer to good supernatural fire, like the pillar of fire that accompanied the children of Israel when they left Egypt. It can also mean that kind of fire, or the fire that licked up the sacrifice when Elijah gave the sacrifice. Or it can mean this fire that we just spoke about in James. What is happening here is that 
When we are in a situation that we don't understand, we begin to speak about it based on our natural understanding or our conjecture, what we think about it, okay? Based on lots of things, a myriad of information. We, we base it on the news. We base it on when we first heard about the subject, what we thought about it. We base it on other people's opinions. We base it on so many things and we start speaking that out. And what that does is it sets on fire our course, our life, and it binds us with fetters. This is what these little sparks are. It, we're surrounded by these little sparks that we have created ourselves by speaking what we think about the situation. And we are bound. And the reason that we're bound is because when we start speaking about a situation, in our mind, it starts to make a little more sense. Even if we don't agree with it, we're kind of talking ourselves through it. You understand what I'm saying? We talk ourselves through a situation based on our natural understanding. And these are sparks. They're fetters in the supernatural world, but in real life, it sort of illuminates what we think. In other words, we start thinking, oh yeah, that makes sense. And we get a little bit of illumination. Now it's not full illumination because it's based on our natural mind. And we cannot get full illumination based on our natural mind. If we could, we wouldn't need the mind of Christ. So what happens is we start speaking about things. We start thinking that we know about something. We start to talk about it and we're like, yeah, that makes sense. And it, and it gives us this sense of ease or it'll give us a sense of panic because it starts to make sense, right? We start building this paradigm, this understanding of something. I hope, I hope you're following with me. Take for example, this COVID virus. You know, at first we were getting a lot of information that the droplets couldn't spread if you were if you were farther than six feet apart, so they put this six foot rule in. And then they were saying, well, the droplets molecularly can't go through a mask, so wear a mask. And then they were like, the masks don't help. But during this whole COVID outbreak, people have spoken to me about it and they've said lots of things. They've said, oh, well, I think that if I stay six feet away from people and don't touch anybody and wear the mask and use hand sanitizer, then I should be safe. And so they're, they're speaking out of a, their natural understanding. So they're calming themselves down, okay? And they're gonna practice those things that they've just set forth. And what happens is they get into bondage. And the reason they get into bondage is because, let's say, they have somebody who they want to talk to or they have somebody who is in front of them in line at the store, who violates the six foot, now they're in panic because they're like, oh gosh, what if that person had COVID and I wasn't more than six feet away from them and, and they're in panic, okay? And so they've created a bond for themselves because of their own speech. Or I've had people on the other side of the COVID argument saying, saying, oh my gosh, I can't speak to anybody, I can't talk to anybody, and they're just panicked, 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 right? And so they've also, created bonds for themselves by the words that they've spoken. They've created sparks for themselves, bonds, okay? This is the only place in the Bible that this word, zakoth, is translated as sparks. Most of the time, it's translated as chains and fetters. And I think that's very significant. And what the Spirit of the Lord has shared with me is that when we speak these things that we think we understand, we create a little bit of illumination in our own minds, actual understanding in our own minds, but it's based on natural understanding and dictates. And so we move forward based on our natural mind and it binds us. 
Okay? Well, Jesus Christ said that he came and that he sets us free. If the Son sets us free, and he did, then we are free indeed. And Galatians talks about we are free. Corinthians talks about not to use our freedom as a place of stumbling for our brethren. So in several verses in the New Testament, we get this understanding that we are made free. So we don't want to be bound, we want to be made free. How are we made free? The same way that we live. Jesus Christ said in Luke chapter 4 verse 4, he said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now Jesus, several verses later, we know actually physically stayed alive by the word that God spoke to him in that moment when the devil was trying to get him to commit suicide by jumping off the pinnacle of the temple. We know that Jesus actually stayed alive based on what God told him to say. And that's what we're going to use here. If we need light for a situation, and we do need light for situations because if we get to the place where we start practicing walking in light, then we will stay alive longer. In other words, if we have the full picture opened up to us, we can stay alive longer. Well, the only one who gives light and gives the fullness of understanding is God. Now, some things that you find in your life can be found in the Word of God. In other words, you can turn to a scripture and say, okay, this is how I'm supposed to react to this situation. And you speak the scripture over it and that brings light to the situation. Therefore, you are not walking any longer in your natural understanding. This is what happened in the Word of Faith movement. This is what happens with confessions and declarations. People make declarations over their lives based on the Word of God and it lights up the situation so they're able to see from every angle. But there are some situations in our lives that are not written specifically in the Word of God. For instance, if you want to buy a new car, say, you can find some principles in the Word of God about whether to spend the money, to get in debt, not to get in debt, that kind of thing. But specifically, you can't find it. And especially when the devil comes at you with what is in the Word, like he did with Jesus, what are you going to do? The answer to that is you have got to pray and seek the Lord. You have to ask him exactly what he is saying in that moment for that particular situation. And then you have to speak out what you hear. And so this is going to give light. So this goes back to Isaiah chapter 50 verse 10, the first verse that I read. If you trust in God, and you follow the voice of his servant, and if you're in darkness, then you trust in the Lord. How do you trust in the Lord? By going to him in every situation and in every circumstance and asking him what it is that he has to say about the situation and trusting that you have heard him and as Hebrews says, that he has rewarded you for listening to him. How does he reward you? With several things, but the main thing is life. He rewards you with life. In other words, if you have a situation that you're facing and you go to God and say, Lord, what do I say to bring light to this situation? What do I say over this situation? God is going to tell you through his spirit, he's going to tell you what to say. You're going to speak that out and the situation will change because it has to respond to the light that has been given to it. And therefore you don't go through the death that would have accompanied that situation had you not been able to shed light over all of it. I want you to think of it like this. Think of yourself walking into a room that is completely pitch black and you have a sparkler and that is what you've created. 
That's what sparks are. Okay, and you're walking into this room trying to find your way with a sparkler. First of all, the sparks are going to burn you, right? And second of all, it's gonna burn out. And then you won't be able to see. And third of all, you can't see very far with a sparkler, basically in front of your face and wherever you hold it, that's it. Now, assume that you have a lantern. A lantern, even if it's just a light on your feet, you can hold it and you can see a distance further than you could with a sparkler. Not only that, but nothing that the lantern produces is going to burn you. You understand what I'm saying? As long as it's in the it's in the lantern container. You understand? Please don't get on me about that. Give me some grace. But if you hold a lantern, you can see a greater distance than you could if you were holding a sparkler. I want you to think about it like that. You'll find your way better and you'll survive longer if you have a lantern than you will if you have a sparkler, okay? And so God's word is a light to your feet, a lamp to your path. And so you use his word. It may not be this physical word, this Bible. It may be that you ask God, what do I say in this moment? All right. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this session of Water, Wind, Wine Ministries broadcast. And let this session bring light to your situation. Remember that I love you and that Jesus loves you.